Good afternoon, this is Rupert Thompson, Chief Investment Officer at Kingswood Group. It's the 27th of September and I'm now going to run through recent developments in the markets and our thoughts going forward. Tighter times. Global equities seem to have regained their poise. The demise of Evergrande, the Chinese property developer, was still unnerving markets last Monday, but markets have ended last week up around a half percent or so and opened higher this morning. As has been the case all year, investors have once again stepped in on any market weakness, limiting the correction to no more than 3% or so. Global equities are currently down no more than 1.8% in local currency terms from their early September high. Concerns over Evergrande faded as confidence grew that this was not another Lehman's moment. Bond and equity holders will be hit, but the Chinese authorities seem to have the means and the intention of limiting contagion to the wider financial and property sectors. Instead of worrying about Chinese property, markets have returned to more familiar ground, namely poring over the tea leaves of the latest meetings of the Fed and the Bank of England. And for once, the message was pretty clear cut, namely monetary tightening is now round the corner. The Fed gave a heavy hint that quantitative easing tapering will begin in November and end in mid-2022, implying its current monthly bond purchases of some $120 billion a month will be scaled back by around $15 billion a month. This timetable is slightly faster than expected, but not a major surprise. The other big focus was the so-called Fed dot plot which shows the interest rate projections of individual Fed members. The key development here was that as much as half the Fed is now forecasting a rise in rates next year, and the median forecast for 2023 is now for three increases rather than just two. But it was the UK where the bigger shift in expectations occurred. The MPC, the Monetary Policy Committee, said the case for policy tightening had strengthened and the upside risks to inflation had increased. Indeed, as a result of the surge in gas prices, inflation now looks set to move above 4% later this year and remain there early into early next year. The BOE's quantitative easing programme will finish by year-end as planned, but the first rate hike now looks likely to occur as soon as the first half of next year possibly as early as February. This will leave the UK some six months or so ahead of the US, both in terms of ending QE and raising rates. Even so, the first hike should only comprise a rise in bank rate from 0.1% to 0.25%. Subsequent increases should be in 0.25% increments, but the pace of tightening is expected to be relatively slow. Rates look only likely to reach 0.75%, their level in the run-up to the pandemic, by end 2023. With the economic outlook considerably more uncertain than normal, and fiscal policy also turning more restrictive over the next couple of years, the bank will be wary of tightening too fast. The UK and US are far from leading the move to policy tightening. Some emerging markets, such as Brazil and Russia, have been raising rates for months now, 
and they were joined by Norway last week. At the other end of the spectrum, the ECB, the European Central Bank, still looks firmly on hold for another couple of years yet, while Turkey is bucking the trend altogether and cutting rates. However, as far as markets are concerned, the Fed rules the roost. And the reaction last week to its deliberations was benign. Ten-year US Treasury yields rose just under 0.1% to 1.46%, but remained some 20 basis points or 0.2% below their high in the spring. As for 10-year UK gilt yields, they were up a similar amount, and at 0.92% are now testing their highs earlier in the year. We believe government bond yields will continue to trend higher, but don't expect them to shoot higher, causing turmoil for equities. While the policy environment is undeniably turning less supportive, tightening should be quite gradual, and continued earnings gains mean equities still have some upside. Only if inflation proves much more of an intractable problem than we expect, triggering more aggressive action by the central banks, do equities look exposed. This risk can far from be dismissed out of hand, given the unprecedented nature of the environment we currently face. But at the moment it is still just a tail risk. While we have taken some action to protect against this in our portfolios, overall we remain, we retain our cautiously optimistic stance. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening and I'll be back again next week. Please note that this podcast is for information purposes only. The views expressed do not constitute financial advice. And please remember that the value of investments can go up as well as down. How an investment performed in the past may not be the same as how it performs in the future. And there may also be tax implications. Should you require advice, please speak to a qualified financial advisor.